Gran Torino was made in 2008 and stars Clint Eastwood, who also directed the film. He plays Walt Kowalski, a Korean war vet who is a cantankerous, bigoted, old, retired auto worker who lives in an aging neighborhood in Detroit that's certainly seen better days. The movie begins with a funeral at a Catholic church, and we soon find out that it's Walt's wife's funeral, and Walt is doing the most Clint Eastwoody thing you can do. He's standing by the casket of his dead wife looking ticked off. As he surveys the room, you meet his two sons and his grandkids, and you get the idea that he has no real relationship with either and is disgusted by his grandchildren. His granddaughter comes to the funeral in a belly shirt and a nose ring and has no desire to be there whatsoever, and the look on Walt's face tells you everything that you need to know about it. After the funeral, back at Walt's house, we learn that he was a Korean War vet because we see his grandkids rummaging through an old chest with pictures and medals and such, and we see a little more interaction with his family, which is strained at best. They try and talk to him, and he just grimaces in disappointment and disgust. Stepping outside on the front porch to get some fresh air, Walt sees his new neighbors moving in, a large Hmong family, which is an indigenous group in the mountain villages of Southeast Asia. And you can tell by the look on his face and the racial slurs that Walt is none too happy about it. Then we meet the Catholic priest from his wife's funeral, and Walt is none too happy about seeing him as well. He says he is thankful for everything that he did for his wife, but now that she is dead, he sees no need for the priest to keep coming around. Walt is an angry man. He's pissed off at the world. His wife is dead. He is alienated from his kids. The country he loves has completely changed. The house he lived in his whole life, that was once a white middle-class community, is now a run-down neighborhood filled with immigrants. He was married to the same woman his whole life, worked at the same factory, his whole life, and lived in the same house his whole life. Everything around Walt has changed, and not for the better, and he isn't happy about that. He isn't happy about anything. He spends most of his time on the front porch drinking PBR with his old dog waiting to die. Walt is a hard man, but he exists in a hard world. Detroit is no place for the faint of heart, and you get the impression that things could pop off at any minute with all of the gangs and gang violence in the area. One such gang was a Hmong gang that tries to recruit Walt's new neighbor, who is a teenage boy named Tao. Tao's initiation into the gang is to steal Walt's 1972 Gran Torino. It didn't end well for Tao, but before Walt can shoot him, he trips over something in the garage and Tao makes a break for it, realizing that gang life is not for him. However, the gang is relentless in their pursuit of him, and a couple of days later, the gang tries to carry Tao off of his front yard and take him with them. Tao's family tries to intervene, and a fight breaks out. Walt comes to the rescue, not to rescue Tao or his family from the gang, but to rescue his yard. The fight spilled over into his yard, which he was none too happy about, and puts a gun in the faces of the Hmong gang members and has every intention of using it. They back down and ride off. It's here he finds out that it was actually Tao that tried to steal his Gran Torino nights before, after Tao apologizes for trying to steal it.
Walt becomes a bit of a hero to the Hmong community for standing up to the gang, and Tao's mom and sister bring Tao over to Walt's house to work off the debt of shaming his family for trying to steal Walt's car. Walt initially says, No, offering to kill Tao if he ever sees him on his property. Walt hasn't forgotten about his car, but the women are persistent and Walt concedes. Tao goes over to Walt's house every morning for a couple of weeks, and Walt puts him to work cleaning up the run-down neighborhood houses. Through this process, the two develop a relationship. Tao is a good kid, but he is soft, and Walt realizes this kid has no hope of surviving in this world. He has no father there to show him the way. All the women in his life are strong, and the only real male presence to speak of in the Hmong community are the gangs. As Tao's sister said to Walt earlier in the film, that when Hmong immigrants come over, the girls go to college and the boys go to prison. Over time, Walt seems to genuinely care for Tao in the most Clint Eastwoody way possible by busting his balls and constantly making racial slurs. In fact, I think he calls him Toad instead of Tao through the entire movie. Walt teaches Tao how to work on things around the house, brings him to a barber shop and teaches him how to communicate with other men, and brings him to a construction site and helps him get a job. He even brings him to a hardware store and fronts him some money to buy some tools for his new job. However, the gang is relentless, and they beat up Tao and take his tools while he is walking home from work. Clint Eastwood, I mean Walt, is none too happy about that so he beats the snot out of one of the gang members. The gang members respond by shooting up Tao's house and raping his sister, setting the stage for the climax of the film. The Hmong community won't talk to the police. What's Walt going to do? Throughout the film, he also developed a relationship with Tao's sister, which seems to be a supplemental relationship to Walt's real granddaughter. Walt's a man, and these thugs need to be brought to justice. Tao then comes over to Walt's house the next morning, demanding that he go with Walt over to the gang house and that they extract justice themselves. Walt tells him to go home and to calm down. Now is the time to detach yourself from the situation and to calm down. Now is not the time for fighting. That's when stupid things happen. Now is the time for planning. He tells Tao to come back to his house at 4 o'clock. When Tao comes back, Walt locks him in the basement so that Tao won't ruin his life. And he goes, Walt goes to confront all of the gang members by himself in the most Clint Eastwoody way possible, a standoff in the middle of the night. Just when you think there is going to be an awesome shootout with old man Eastwood, he reaches into his pocket to get his lighter. All the jumpy gang members open fire on him in front of a bunch of witnesses. Come to find out, Walt wasn't even armed when he went there. He went to sacrifice himself so that the men who raped Tao's sister would go to prison for murdering Walt. The movie ends where it began, with a funeral, and Walt leaving his Gran Torino to Tao. Does this movie pass the man test? Absolutely, 100%. One of the enduring aspects of this movie is how Walt initiates Tao into manhood, showing him how to be a man in this world. In so doing, Walt grows as a human being as well. Early in the movie, Walt has a conversation with the priest, where he tells the priest that he is just a 27-year-old virgin right out of seminary that gets his kicks promising eternity to old women. He then proceeds to tell the priest that he doesn't know anything about life or death, and then proceeds to tell him 
the priest, some stories of the horrors of war. The young priest admits that he doesn't have the experiential knowledge that Walt has, but then tells Walt that he, Walt, knows much about death, but not very much about life. In opening himself up to his neighbors and discipling Tao, he learns much about life. By the end of the film, Walt comes to peace with his past and even goes to confession, which his wife, before her death, asked the priest to watch over her husband and make sure that he goes to confession. One of the coolest things about this movie is that you can clearly see the forces in our world vying for young men. As the African proverb says, if the young are not initiated into the village, they will burn it down just to feel the warmth. Walt was a stubborn, racist, miserable old man at the beginning of the film. But by investing himself into this young man, he not only saves this young man's life, but also saves himself. In many respects, Walt is the Gran Torino, an old muscle car that doesn't fit into this world anymore, but will live on through Tao. What about Christian worldview? Are there any themes in this movie that Christians can learn from? Well, this is not a Christian movie, which is why it's so good. It doesn't sugarcoat sin and evil in any way. But this enables you to see the horrors and plight of the environment, and enables you to understand Walt's hardness just a bit. It also enables you to see real growth and change in Walt as the movie progresses. Unfortunately, most Christian movies are so sanitized and sugar-coated that anything in the film that resembles redemption in the film is reduced to something completely trite and superficial. Not to mention they are almost always filled with racial stereotypes. Nor is Gran Torino woke in any way, which also makes it so wonderful. This movie came out in 2008, and I would be amazed if it would be made today, because it is filled with racial slurs and isn't filled with racial stereotypes, like old white man bad and token ethnic community good. In fact, the most evil people in the film come from the same ethnic community as Tao. Because of this, you see real growth between the characters, Tao and Walt. Bridges will never be crossed regarding race relations if groups of people are either perpetually victimized or exalted. This film does neither, and it's wonderful. The two themes that I find most helpful as a Christian watching this film both relate to masculinity, one practical and the other redemptive. The development of Walt's relationship with young Tao should be a reminder to Christian men that discipleship is always a two-way street. That is, Anytime you pour into someone else, you can't help but also pour into yourself. But the most Christianly of Christian themes in the film is also the most masculine. That is, Walt's sacrificing of himself for Tao so that Tao may live and the evildoers be brought to justice. I know the film was not trying to preach Christ and him crucified, but we have a copyright on self-sacrificial love in the gospel, so I'm just going to own it. Jesus Christ lived the righteous life that we could not, and died the death that we deserve to die. He was condemned in our place. When we repent and believe in Him for the forgiveness of sins, we live because He died and rose again. Through the cross, evil is punished in Christ, and life is given in Christ. By the end of the film, we see that there is a more powerful force in the world than anger and raw power, and it's self-sacrificial love, and that's pretty awesome. And that's also 
pretty manly, given that masculinity is the glad assumption of sacrificial responsibility. Overall, I give this film an A.